welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, April the 2nd, 2021, which just happens to be Good Friday, one of the biggest days in the Christian calendar. And our bit today is taken from John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So friends, we have at last come to that sorrowful day of mourning in the lives of Christ's followers, a day that we contrarily call Good Friday. But the truth is, that day 2,000 years ago was one in which the most horrific crime was committed, the inhumane abuse and eventual crucifixion of Jesus Christ on an old rugged cross on the hill of Calvary on the outskirts of Jerusalem. And the unbelievable thing is that this took place less than a week after they had welcomed him in such a wonderful manner on Palm Sunday, hailing him as their Savior, their Emmanuel, with hosannas to the son of David. And it's not so much the crucifixion itself that was most hurtful, but the shameful manner in which the dastardly act was perpetrated. As the song, The Old Rugged Cross, puts it, that cross was and still is the emblem of suffering and shame. But the most important point of that day is the purpose behind Christ's crucifixion, why he allowed himself to be so abused and demeaned. Here is faithful words on the subject as he talks about there being one fold and one shepherd in his kingdom. Therefore, that my father loved me because I laid down my life, that I might take it up again. No man taketh it from me, but I laid down myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And that comes from John chapter 10, verses 17 to 18. Yes, friends, as Jesus said, they didn't take his life from him. He gave it to them willingly so that a world of lost sinners could be saved, so that our horrible sins could be forgiven by a just and righteous God the Father. Otherwise, we'd be heading directly to eternal damnation. But Christ's sacrifice on that old rugged cross gave us another option, a most wonderful one, that of reconciliation with our Creator. And all God's children declared aloud and grateful, all praise to Jesus and his atoning death on our behalf. And what's so great about Jesus' sacrifice is that the Father didn't force him to do it, but he did it willingly because of his love for the Father and knowing the Father's great love for us. And that's why we call it Good Friday, because the good of salvation of atonement, of sin debt relief in full was embedded in it and born of that faithful act. 
Oh, glory be my people. What a mighty and unselfish act. And that's why we cherish that old rugged cross. Though it's the emblem of suffering and shame, the manifestation of an act that only could be described as sufferation. And you know what, friends? We love that old rugged cross with the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners who are saved. And we'll keep cherishing that old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to that old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown of oh, my fellow saints. What a wonderful Savior Christ is. Who else would have spilled his divine blood on a rugged man-made cross for a bunch of ungrateful sinners? Eh? Nobody, in fact, nobody else possessed the ability to pay for the sins of a lost and fallen world, just the sinless Son of God. And God loved us so much, despite the bunch of disobedient ingrates we had become, that he broke his own heart and sent his son to earth to sacrifice his life on our behalf so that we could have an opportunity to be reconciled to him. Now, if that isn't real, real and true love, I don't know what is not. As Jesus so graciously puts it, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we all know that comes from John 3.16. Yes, precious people, all we need to do is believe in Christ and we become saved, sanctified, justified, forgiven, indwelt by his Holy Spirit with our name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, which means eternal life with Christ. Now, what could ever be better than that, eh? Absolutely nothing. So those of us who simply refuse to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior are just fooling ourselves, laying down a most unwelcome path to eternal damnation with that old fool Satan when we could have a most excellent journey through eternity with Christ. But as the saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And that's the same way with us hard-headed, stubborn sinners who believe in the now pleasures of sin and don't think of the serious then consequences of our ungodly behavior. Oh yes, friends, there are always consequences to sin because our righteous and just God can't stand sin, can't stand disobedience and the pleasures of sin only lasts for a fleeting moment, <laughs> while the consequences can last a lifetime, even an eternity. So my people, there's no better day to embrace Christ and all that he stands for than on this Good Friday, when he selflessly gave his life, his all for us, so that we could be filled with new and eternal life. And believe me, do we ever need a saving grace in this time of pandemic and strife that's engulfing our entire world? So please, let's go to him in prayer, no? the medium that he set out to communicate with us. 
So as one strong, sincere, but humble voice, let's offer up our Friday chant. Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know, it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the COVID-19 virus and the racial strife causing. We're not accustomed to that kind of life, Lord, and it really telling on us. And we know we can't handle it on our own, that we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the virus and the unrest in our streets. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the sure and wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe so that we can avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you'll use this situation to also bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold. Show them the error of their ways. It's also a good opportunity to introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion because of the way we, your faithful believers, handle the situation. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee sweet and strong. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let's go out and show the Lord, friends, that we are indeed faithful believers now by handling the situation in a godly manner. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Easter Sunday soon come. Yes, my friends, Easter Sunday soon come, and then all joy will break forth. <laughs> but here's another postscript which says, I didn't forget the ordinary working man's fear, but he was so angry today because the province-wide lockdown that starts tomorrow has canceled his long-awaited return to work, and he bluntly refused to talk to us. Them's the breaks, my people. Can't do more than that. So let's go out there today on this Good Friday and do what we know Jesus wants us to do. That's live right, walk in love, be kind and wonderful to all the people, friends and enemies alike. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.